Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Morachain Ladrodin would be horrified by swearing. So you know we're going to do it. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter 14 of Cold Fire. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's blow this thing wide open. What is this thing? A bathhouse? A man's chest? Yes. New gloves, Ben sneaks into a bathhouse and leaves his incendiary timing device in the furnace. And just as the bathhouse explodes, he goes out of town on business. What's it him? Daja, do it. Daja's lesson with Jory is interrupted by Matazi collecting supplies to help the victims of the fire. Daja and Frostpine go to investigate the fire and immediately recognize the use of boom dust, also known as gunpowder. The next day, Haluda shows up to the house, talks to Daja. She brings a piece of the furnace door with her. Tells Daja, so we finally found a trace of this guy. And there is magic. And I'm pretty sure it's your magic. And some people are like, oh, she, those Southerners, they must be the arsonists. Haluda's like, nah, nah. Because the uh, boom uh, dust is from the South and they're from the South and then the fires started until they got there. So they're trying to say that it's Frostpine and Daja. Kaluta doesn't think that makes a lot of sense. She's like, no, they're Smith mages. They have a healthy respect for fire. They're probably not setting fires, but this might be connected to those gloves that Daja made. So Daja takes hold of the furnace door and she essentially relives the fire from the point of view of the furnace door. And Haluda's basically like, yeah, pretty sure Ben did this. Daja does not want to accept that because he's Ben. He's a hero. He's her friends. She can't believe uh, it. She doesn't want to believe it. He's a hero. All the lives he and, saved. And Haluda just kind of keeps piling on evidence. Like he was at this fire. He was at that fire. The first fire was like his family's warehouse. Horribly abused by his mother. First time that people really treated him with kindness was after a fire. So it's likely that he has been seeking this out. And so Daja has had to accept this. Daja tells Haluda about the souvenirs 
that Ben has. Ben is out of town. And so we find out that Haluda has like sent a message to like the gatekeeper. Whenever he comes back in, tell him that I need to question him about the fire. It's a lo- it's like a very low key message because it's she's not trying to let on that she knows that he did it. And then she leaves and that's it. <laughs> Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. I had a dislike, other than like uh, Daja being hurt, but... Let's say other than general dislike? (laughs) Yeah, other than that general dislike, I had one major dislike. When Haluda tells Daja, the only way we learn how adults act is from the adults who phase us. The children of monsters become monstrous too. I hate that because that leaves no room for people that were raised by horrible people to be any better. If that's the case, then both me and Indy should be fucked up monstrous people. And I don't feel like that we are. So you might not be. (laughs) Uh, Okay. yeah, there's definitely room for people like me. <laughs> She's pretty monstrous. I take that back. I regret everything I said. I think that's a really good point because there are a lot of people who grow up in bad situations and find their way out of them. You got to use and that as an example of what not to do in life. Even in the context of our book, Ben's Brothers, who, I mean, maybe are going around murdering people wherever they live. We really don't know anything about them. But like we can there's assume probably a decent probably chance not. they're not. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna guess that they just got out and got sane and like managed to break the cycle. Exactly. Uh, but also think about like Triss. Triss could have ended up in really bad situation. Yeah. Now, granted, there's a good argument to be had that the reason that Triss didn't turn into that is because somebody intercepted it when she was young. I actually have that line highlighted for a couple of reasons. One of the big ones is it's kind of true, though. I, like, now I'm not saying that people who are raised by monsters become monsters as well, but by the phrase of monstrous, it does not mean that you are a monster it's that you have deeper understanding of monstrous things which means you are capable of terrible things we all are not just because we were raised by a monster i mean i mean this is true any one of us can be monstrous yeah but like when you look at people who do tend to go down dark paths they have typically suffered some abuse not everyone who is abused becomes a terrible awful horrible irredeemable person what i took out of it is more of we children who are raised by monsters see more monstrous things in people. I know that personally, like as someone who was raised in a very, very rough situation, I see the worst in people before I see the best in people. My problem with it is that, yes, we're an adult, so we can think about that kind of thing, but, but this, these this are geared towards children. Yeah. So if the child reading this is going through something horrific in their life, reading this be like, oh, monstrous, I have a monstrous parent. There's no hope for me because 
I'm according to this character, I'm going to be a monster myself. It's kind of hard to tell because it, it for me it seems like it was kind of a really deep take that an adult could figure out, but a child yeah. probably wouldn't. In that Haluda is this like straight laced, very competent detective deals with the worst parts of humanity on the regular. E- even earlier in the chat, like right before this conversation, she talks about how she was solving a double murder in the bog and. She's like, it always arrests the husband. It's always, almost always the husband. You know, like she's making these kind of sweeping. Overgeneralization. Yeah, yeah. yeah on, on, on people that commit crimes. I don't think a child would get that. Some things that Haluda did that I did like. She says to blame Morachain, but she doesn't say not to blame Ben. The fact that she's like, yeah, this is his fault. He did this. But she's also recognizing that that trauma of having been abused by Morachain is a factor in what led him to do this. I really, really like that Haluda doesn't tell Daja that the reason she didn't figure it out was because she's a child. I feel like another adult may have made that mistake and be like, oh, well, you're a kid. And she doesn't say that. She says, you didn't figure it out because you're human. And I really, really like that. She even consoled her a little bit saying, I've been at this for 40 years and it took me a while to figure it out too. And I'm the best of the best. And see, there's something I really love about that in particular. Kids have their worlds just absolutely devastated something's not quite how it seemed having that adult who's like so this isn't your fault this is an outside factor that you didn't realize everybody is human we miss things we ignore our gut feelings when we shouldn't we let friendship blind us like we are human we're social creatures we are supposed to be connected you miss some stuff while you're connected the the way that haluda handles Daja actually reminds me a little bit of the way Wolfric interacts with Sandri in Magic Steps. Made me realize also that all three of the kids we've seen so far interact very differently with the police than one another. Now part of that's because the police are also interacting with the case differently, right? So like Briar is just like, fuck you all. But also at this point, how many people have been murdered and they're not really doing much of anything. But then we also have like Sandry, who is very actively taking part with Wolfric and they're almost doing science together. They're like lab partners. Haluda doesn't show up till midway through the book and she's mostly in the background until now, as opposed to Wolfric, who is constantly interacting with Sandry. Haluda still approaches Dasha with respect of you have this experience and this knowledge and this expertise that will be useful doesn't treat her like a child or doesn't dismiss the fact that she is 14. There was a reference to dragon salt. I don't remember (laughs) where it is but I just wrote down that there's a reference to dragon salt which I liked because keep talking about how this how this has become for Ben an addiction and I feel like that's really strong here like that's very strong. Exactly what she was saying that, that it was an addiction for him just like dragon salt. I continuously talk about how much I love Cole and Matazi and they just get better. But specifically, she keeps telling like the maids and whoever, everything, everything we have. Cause they're like, oh, even the like blankets and everything, anything we can spare and more, we need to. So she is very proactive about 
helping people. I want to be Matazi when I grow up. Don't see a lot of rich people like that. Nope. No, we do not. I like the contrast of Daja the Smith in the parlor. We just have this nice little, everything in the parlor is like very dainty and delicate. And she's like, I don't belong in this setting. Even Haluda <laughs> looks ridiculous in there. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, this is the chapter where Haluda gets upset about the teacups, right? Yeah, she's like, why can't they get mugs? What is wrong with these people? And Daja's <laughs> like, like it I these- think it makes their teeth hurt or something. Daja finds out about the fire. He's like, where's Frostpine? And Frostpine's like, I'm here. And it says that he's tying his crimson habit over britches and shirt. He can get himself dressed neatly before he goes to the fire. Ben was trying too fucking hard, but trying to make himself look like, oh, you caught me in the middle of something. Let me look all this evil. You don't have to look all this evil, man. Frostpine <laughs> is headed to a fire and he's got his clothes all together. Okay trying too hard Ben. yeah i was like that's bullshit when haluda's like telling daja don't worry they'll be good little cow packs for now <laughs> she does not like her co-workers she does not it's mostly just on detective work but i like how uh daja and frostpine looked at the crater and they're like that looks familiar. That looks like boom dust. They know what it's what it looks like because of all the shit they dealt with at uh, the temple. That one time they were invaded by pirates, so they're real familiar with it. I liked Haluda Salt being a good fucking detective the entire time. Like she clearly she is very good. She knows about what I guess would be crime statistics and likely people that do stuff and why they do it. Talking about like Ben being abused as a child as his entire life by his mother. That's something that can contribute to doing bad things when the murders happened in the bog. And she's like, I don't know why they don't just arrest the husband. Like it's almost always husband and that's because statistically that's just it's usually a significant other or someone that knows a person it's very rare to have a murder that happens on a random person by a random person it's usually someone they know that's just statistics same with dodge and frostbite again with them being from the south gunpowder being from the south it had to have been them because obviously that makes sense it's for someone with a small pea-sized brain or is also a cow pad that would make sense (laughs) <laughs> but yeah she's she's good i like her i am uh, really and, uh, really excited to see tris interact with her detective just saying <laughs> let's go someplace where the fire isn't the enemy these two being some of the best smith mages like i think that's highly significant because fire is something they do take comfort in and they work with every day to have it treated as an enemy is very significant i feel fire has the ability to create and destroy and sometimes at the same time and so i like i think it's beautifully worded seeing the charred gap ruined her desire to look at other smith's jewelry it's just good writing it really hurts but it's good writing this whole chapter i felt like that it was so painful to read but just so beautifully written like the descriptions Mm -hmm. are gorgeous yeah. But also horrific. You'd no more start a fire to destroy than you would beat a dog to make him vicious. Holy shit. That is just a beautiful... Considering Dodger's best friend, namely Sandry, this is a very apt description. Yeah. 
<laughs> his mother is a powerful and wealthy woman. I wouldn't pass put it past her to help him escape, if only to preserve the family name. I actually had a conversation about something similar earlier today. There are people who uh, I'm not going to get into current politics because that's a rabbit hole that I don't think any of us need to get drugged down right now. But talking about current events and someone made a mention of, yeah, these people will make all of these laws and ban all of these things and do all of this but the second it's their family member they fly them to fucking switzerland to get the procedure done because it's their family and it's different we see that that mindset and this is exactly how a good detective should look at things because people just hop on a plane hop on a boat just get the fuck out with as much money and power as they have it'd be easy for him to just get away with it but i love that she's like this is a thing we also need to worry about one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? The theme that I found was uh, to look deeper. Haluda didn't go for the easy route with, I already brought this up, right? But with Daja and Frostpine saying that, you know, it would have been easy to just go for them and bring them in for interrogation and blame them for all the sudden fires um, because it's easy. And if you have the brain the size of a pea, you would think that they are responsible. But she looked deeper, bringing in all the kind of tangentially connected links to the one person who is connected to all the fires, you end up with Ben. They really first started with uh, his warehouse and then snubbed by the city council. One of the city council's mistresses' houses went on fire. He was sneaky about it, but she, uh, Haluda, looked deeper and didn't just go for, oh, two things from the south? They must be connected. Put him in jail. And Daja and her refusal to consider Ben as capable of doing all these things. There is clear evidence that he has been abused by his mother for God knows how many years. That'll, you know, that'll kind of drive you nuts, I'm sure, regardless. Maybe not, you know, in a light people on fire way, but, you know, it'll, it, it affects your mental state. Yeah, he does seem like a hero from, from the beginning. But, and I understand that she's a child, but there's, there was evidence throughout everything this entire story that ben is the one responsible i mean why would you keep your <laughs> your wife's burnt hand on your mantle like that that is such a creepy weird thing even if you didn't know about like serial killers and stuff keeping we don't know stuff. that yet well, i think i knew i mean i i think it was like y'all yeah. kind of called that from the fucking yeah, we already knew you're right it hasn't been said explicitly yet but yeah i mean daja kind of had everything in front of her and she kind of refused to look deeper and consider him a threat which he clearly is my theme was denial because of that i've been there and it's really hard when it's somebody who you care about and um even when there are lots of signs you you don't want to admit it so i got compassion if we look at how matazi reacts she's like give them everything just just do it anything and everything we have and we see compassion in the way that haluda handles daja we have all experienced some similar situation that maybe not exactly our idol turns out to be an arsonist who's murdered a bunch of people but you know we, we've all come across this kind of blind trust and adoration just to find out that they're not who we think they are the way that haluda handles daja as her world is just fucking crumbling is just so just so gentle and and compassionate you need to treat more children like that my theme was memory the memory of the fire was in the door and that's what helped them figure out who was behind everything daja had to look at the memory as well to and to relive it basically i kind of want to add on to that just a little bit okay so there's a lot of people who say that items or places or things hold memories strong memories like that's why you have buildings that are supposedly haunted having all of these tragic things that happen to them these 
reverent places that people go to because a saint walked there and left you know something of them like that I think that tying them with yours it might also just be the memories of others can help you saying that also makes me think of Ben's mementos too yeah yeah Um, he has memories of each of the fires with each of his mementos objects hold more power than Mm -hmm. memories and feelings attached to them whether good or bad yep i think of indy pointing out places that are haunted it's not that ben's house or his shelf of souvenirs is literally haunted there's not like ghosts around it but it as far as we know (laughs) there is no evidence in the book that there are ghosts lurking around ben's bookshelf it's holds that kind of weight and sort of spookiness to it. It's kind of haunted in a different way. Yeah, let's say haunted can take on many, many contexts here. I mean, like, people who have strong memories in relation to, like, a place can easily get pulled back into it, even if they visit it years down the road. Memory is a huge thing. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? He's my friend. He's the fire's friend. It's the only thing he loves. We sometimes as people can get comfortable in a routine with people or with things or whatever the case may be. And we stop realizing how toxic a relationship is or it develops into toxicity. Like it might start out fine and then just kind of goes downhill real quick. Sometimes you have to remember that you can't change people any more than you can control people. Yeah, they might be your friend, but there's something that's gonna hold more importance in their life if they go like if it becomes a more toxic situation, maybe they want something from you rather than just want you you know maybe that they've picked up a hyper fixation like i don't know maybe haha gay funny pirates and have drug everybody into it nobody wants to talk to them anymore because that's all they can talk about animorphs i'm trying to light the situation (laughs) with jokes here sometimes you have to realize that they might be your friend but they're not your friend minus break the cycle we talked about Paluta's comment that the children of monsters become monstrous and you know we talked about ben made his decision we can't blame somebody else for his actions but we can also acknowledge that the abuse that he experienced contributed to them i kind of wish Paluta or somebody in this book i don't want to say blamed themselves but ben's story is so tragic to me because he he's lived in this town all his life people have grown people up. know what's going on and, and nobody yeah. stepped in to try to do anything for him i wish that that somebody was acknowledging that like maybe we could have done something to stop it i don't know it's it's a hard line to walk because you don't want to like blame yourself for that and be like oh, it's my fault because I should have stepped in when I didn't. But we have to encourage people to do that when they can. Like, I have to say, this book hits so much differently this time around because I'm a teacher now. It makes me think about if I have a kid who's going through that at home and I'm missing it. But yeah, we we mentioned how like Tris could have been very different, but somebody came along and 
intercepted that helped her because we saw just how much she grew in those first four books just from having different guardians. I think there's a lot to say about Briar in that as well and the way he grew and changed and has become a very different person. He's still um, kind of this though at times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that boy. He is a hot I man. just I love him. We're we're all a bit of a mess sometimes. It's not that if you have been through trauma or abuse that you will become an abuser or an arsonist or a serial killer or whatever. But we do know that trauma can have an impact on these things. People who are in those situations, especially if they don't get help, can go down that path. And it's often because they are lashing out or trying to solve a problem that they can't solve by themselves. I feel like it's important for us people to seek help when we can, like when we recognize that we have problems, seek help from other people because pretty much whatever your problem is, there is somebody out there who has been through the same thing or is going through the same thing or something similar enough that they can help you in some way. You're not alone, whatever it is. But it's also important for us to, those of us who we are close to, who we interact with regularly, if we see them going through that experience, reach out to them. I mean, obviously, like, there's only so much you can do if you try to offer somebody help and they don't take it. There's not much you can do, but I don't know. I can't articulate this anymore. Seek help if you are having a problem. And if you see somebody else having a problem, encourage them to get help. I add just a smidge more to that. I'm able now to kind of articulate what I wanted to say earlier. People who have been through trauma can spot trauma. It's easier for people who have been through trauma and who are actively trying to break the cycle to see trauma happening. You were talking about people who, you know, Ben grew up in this town and people knew and didn't do anything. What's that phrase that they used? Uh, you see something, say something. It's kind of like that. If you see a kid with bruises or who's malnourished, or if you see an elderly person with broken bones that shouldn't be broken or if you see someone who's usually bright and outgoing being very demure like there are obvious signs of trauma especially if you've been through trauma and it's okay if you've gone through trauma to just be like hey are you good or even just be like hey did you know like this kind of stuff happened to me sharing in trying to get someone else to share their story don't be afraid to be like hey look trauma sucks yo <laughs> don't be afraid to share your trauma if you have trauma because it helps other people my magic is to not stand in front of explosions because it's uh, not good for your health excellent Okay, that, that is not my, my magic, but um, it, it was to be subtle. I had salt, should have sent one single message, one single way, and maybe not have snuck into uh, Ben's home when she did. Wait, it's... isn't that chapter 15? It Wait, is. is that the next chapter? That's the next chapter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, I guess my real magic is don't stand in front of explosions. Well, no, 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 you, got, you still have to be subtle, because you know who isn't fucking subtle? Ben. That's true. Don't be a bin.
that's your uh, personal magic. Don't be Ben. I really like that. Don't be Ben. Ben is bad. B is for bad Ben. My magic is don't just believe something that someone tells you. Find out the answer for yourself. Because she doesn't want to believe Haluda. She shouldn't just believe Haluda. She needs to find that out on her own. You may not like the answers that you get, but at least you find out the information on your own instead of just blindly listening to somebody. Because you can get yourself really hurt that way, just listening blindly to somebody. Like, okay, yeah, I'll take your word for it and then because I've done that a lot at like work I'll take somebody's word for it and then come to find out that person is wrong and then you're the one that gets in trouble for it because you listen to them whenever you didn't try to figure it out on your own so don't just listen to people figure it out on your own so can we just extend that to literally everything don't just get your news from a singular source or just by word of mouth do your research look into shit listen i make up all my own facts that way i know they're true (laughs) (laughs) trying to kill britney (laughs) you want a source it came to me in a dream We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 15 of Cold Fire. His study was empty, though he was sure the sound came from had come from there. He went back to search the other rooms off the hall without success. Bothered still, he knew what he'd heard and it wasn't nice. He searched the house, checking their jewel boxes and more chains supposedly secret caches of money. Nothing was missing. He found no one. His heart still chattered as he set the sword in its place and returned to his study, lamp in hand. Inside, he opened the shutters, started a fire, then looked around. There was a folded sheet of paper on his desk, identical to the one in his coat pocket. On the outside of the note, he saw a note in his mother's hard hand. What is this? Why does this woman want to speak to you? Ben opened the paper with a finger. It was the same note, polite, businesslike, and the sergeant had give, that the sergeant had given him. He let it close and looked at his shelves and desk. His mother had come here already, he knew that. She did it every time he went away. Straightening, she called it. He called it poking her nose into his correspondence, drawings and books, making sure he didn't plan to escape her. It was an insult he'd come to live with and he was getting tired of it and tired of her. He checked his memento shelves last. She never touched those, at least. She said they were disgusting, but she wouldn't dirty her hands with them. But Ben knew why she let them be. They frightened her. He liked that. He smiled now, remembering her fear, until the smile froze on his mouth. At least three items had been moved. His wife's hand. He'd searched the ashes for hours to collect the remains, but in the end, he couldn't bear to let all of her go into the grave. He'd wired the bones together himself, weeping as he'd done it. Untouched, the wire was enough to hold the hand upright and outstretched. Shift it, and some bones would be knocked out of line. The tips of three fingers had fallen over backward. A lump of crystal, riddled with cracks, had been replaced curved side up. He disliked the curved side. And the half-melted figure figure of Yorgory, taken from the neck of the maid who had saved two infants, had been moved. Someone had been searching his mementos.
someone who in all likelihood carried an invisibility charm, someone who had taken nothing, who had only looked. And now Ben had two notes from Haluda Salt, Salt the suspicious, Salt the clever, Salt the best. The cold draft across his neck was suddenly a Northwester off the Sith. Well, as usual, he was ready for whatever the gods threw at him. His plans for this day were long prepared. The time had come to burn away his old life. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. Chris made chili, and he specifically bought, like, the plant-based ground beef because I'm trying to go kosher. Wait, can you not eat cheese? It has to be kosher cheese, right? Or is that even... Eating kosher, uh, one of the, like, rules of eating kosher is you don't mix meat and dairy. Right. Oh, that's, that sucks. No more, che- no more cheeseburgers. No cheeseburgers. I can't have uh, beef anyway, so I can have a turkey burger. I feel you. I can't have a hamburger either. <laughs> we're all just gonna lament hamburgers uh, that's what the last like 20 minutes of this episode should just be is this lamenting hamburgers oh burgers feel bad for y'all damn imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.